On today's episode of Lockdown Sox, I give you my predictions for the 2022 White Sox season, and we have a big announcement for the future of the podcast. You are Locked On White Sox, your daily Chicago White Sox podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into Locked On Sox. Thank you for making Locked On White Sox your first listen each and every day. We're free and available on all platforms. We're free and available on platforms like Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. You can find us there at Lockdown Sox or by searching Lockdown White Sox. I'm your host, Sean Anderson. You can follow me on Twitter at Sean underscore W underscore Anderson. I've been the host of Lockdown White Sox for over four months now, and I'm a content creator over at CHGO. I host the CHGO White Sox podcast with former Lockdown White Sox host Herb Lawrence and Vinny Duber. On today's show, it is Friday, March 25th. I'll give you my predictions for the 2022 White Sox. I will talk about Carlos Rodon's return against the White Sox in today's spring training matchup, and I will let you know about a big announcement about the future of the podcast. I'll leave it at that, and we'll get into it a little bit later on. Let's talk about an old face, Carlos Rodon. He pitched against the White Sox on Thursday in a spring training game. He went two and two-thirds innings, striking out four. He did allow a home run to our guy, um, Elo Jimenez. And on the home run, Carlos Rodon said that he threw a changeup, and he hit the ball to dead center. Um, Carlos, that is your worst pitch. We've seen you watch. Uh, we've watched you pitch for uh, you know over eight years now. Uh, we know your changeup isn't the best. So you know even the home run he gave up, it wasn't it wasn't his best pitch. Uh, but shout out to Eloy Jimenez. We weren't able to watch this one too, which is frustrating. So I haven't been able to see the actual Eloy homer. I haven't been able to see any of Carlos's four strikeouts against the uh, the Chicago White Sox. But it was great to see what he said after the game. Uh, this is from Daryl Van Scowen, uh, but he talked to just reporters after the game, and he said on the White Sox decision to not resign him and on the business of baseball, he said, you get it as a kid, you don't understand it, you just want to play baseball, and then you start understanding the business when you get into professional baseball. There's only so much a team can do. It's not like they didn't want me on their team. The Sox wanted me. And gladly, I would have come back, but sometimes you have to explore other options. Yeah, $44 million sounds nice, Carlos. Uh, no one's no one's upset you took that. Uh, that's that's great security for your family and for your career. And, you know, two years, $44 million. The Sox didn't really announce that they wanted to pay him that much. They chose that 18.4 for the qualifying offer was too much for Carlos Rodon for them to pay, and they were going to monitor his, off, his, his market. But clearly, the Giants were aggressive in their offer, and the Sox couldn't match it, or the Sox didn't, you know, want to match it maybe because of his injury health uh, his injury history but it is good to see Carlos go out and be effective against his old team Tim still got a hit off of him Eloy got a homer off of him but it's good work you know the the, the slider and the fastball fastball are still working he's still got four K's and I think a lot of White Sox fans wanted to see him back in a White Sox uniform but him having success is a good thing because he is a White Sox product and it, it clearly shows that they were able to take his talent to the next level if a team's willing to pay $22 million for him. And it's it's great for him and his future that he got that security, but it's also bittersweet because I wish he was still on the White Sox. But seeing him left to get paid is great. So good to see old face Carlos Rodon looking like himself. And again, uh, you know, he could probably brush that Eli Jimenez home run off because his changeup isn't his best pitch. Lockdown White Sox fans, I have to tell you about our friends over at Built Bars. Have you tried their puffs? If you haven't, you're missing out on one of Built Bars' best tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever protein infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy, they're not just a protein bar, they're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors like yummy cinnamony churro, coconut marshmallow, and banana cream pie. 
All of these are going to be your new favorite. It will be so hard to pick. All three will be your favorite. The puffs are incredible. And again, did I mention that all Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate? The puffs included 100% real chocolate. And if you don't believe me and you don't believe that these are a good snack for you, go to Built.com and you could scroll the macros chart. You'll be blown away at the high protein, low calorie of these snacks, high fiber, low carb uh, of these snacks. These are a great replacement for, for candy bars. You'll start feeling better. They taste just as good. And, and there's so many flavors to choose from. And at Built Bar, they're all about the taste. They make it taste delicious first, then figure out how to make it healthy. And I don't know how, but they pull it off every time. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCK15, and get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. Thanks for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen each and every day. Lockdown MLB Prospects host Lindsey Crosby is a prospect encyclopedia, and he's going deep on the MLB stars of tomorrow. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. So I want to get into my predictions, and we're going to go back to last year when I made my predictions on Twitter. And I want to give a shout out to Josh Nelson of Sox Machine because I was, you know, had the idea like, oh, I gave my predictions last year, completely forgetting that Josh Nelson. <laughs> originally tweeted these out uh, for his podcast, uh, the Sox Machine podcast, uh, that him and Jim Margulis were going to give their uh, season predictions. So he tweeted out, you know, what's your predictions for 2021? Uh, most valuable hitter, most valuable pitcher, breakout player, rookie of the year, and the White Sox record in 2021. So we'll go from, you know, go through my picks uh, from last year, give you a, a, my basis, and then we'll take you through what I think for 2022. But thank you, Josh, for the uh, the content. I didn't realize I was stealing it until I, uh, you know, I finally found and dug up the old tweet. So uh, I also stole your uh, weather report from uh, for, for, for uh, today's 108 tourney. So I appreciate you uh, being so kind with your content. So go follow Josh on Twitter at Sox Machine underscore Josh. And uh, him and Jim make me so much more informed as a White Sox fan. And, and I'm able to provide coherent thoughts and, and in, insightful thoughts on the White Sox because of uh, their great work. Uh, so thank you, Josh, for letting me borrow your content here. But in 2021, I had the most valuable hitter being Tim Anderson. I think I guessed that wrong. It would probably still be Jose Abreu just for the amount of games he played. Yasmani Grandal was so affected in the small amount that he played. But it probably is you know, either Tim or Jose for being the most valuable hitter just because they're so consistent. Uh, I, I do think that Jose, you know, coming off of an MVP season, had a pretty good year. So I'll give it to Jose still. He's still the leader on this team. Uh, so shout out to Jose Abreu. I got that one wrong. Then for most valuable pitcher, I said Lucas Giolito. He was very good, but Lance Lynn obviously finishing top three in the Cy Young. He was the most valuable pitcher. I didn't realize what he was going to bring to the White Sox, but uh, it was very good. And I think that, you know, Rodon probably had more eye-popping numbers and Rodon had, you know, more bigger moments like a no-hitter. But with his quality and quantity, Lance Lynn overtakes him. He had more quantity over Lucas Giolito and he had more quality or sorry, he had more quantity over uh, Carlos Rodon and he had more quality over Lucas Giolito. So I think it's pretty easy to say most valuable pitcher for the White Sox in 2021 was Lance Lynn. Breakout player in 2021, I had Carlos Rodon. I definitely didn't put Orion Moncada being a top five MVP vote getter. Do not look at that. I said Carlos Rodon was the breakout player for the Chicago White Sox. Uh, I said that he was going to be the third best pitching uh, pitcher for the Sox in 2021. You could make the argument he was, you know, Giolito quality-wise and, and and Lynn quality-wise probably overtakes him, but I think that quality-wise Rodon was better than Cease when healthy. 
you could also make the argument that he was the most, the second most uh, valuable pitcher for the White Sox in 2021. So I, I think that I probably got that one wrong. So we could say that, uh, you know, maybe I got it right. I'll give that one to me. So one for three so far. I'll say the breakout player uh, for the Sox was Carlos Rodon. I just had him, you know, probably probably second best Sox starting pitcher. So I was wrong that he was be the third best. Sox starting pitcher, but again, shout out to Carlos Rodon and his $44 million way to get that back. Uh, rookie of the year, I put, does Eric Crochet count? Um, he probably did. He only pitched six innings in his first debut year in 2020, but I'll give it to Andrew Vaughn, showing the ability to be a DH, a right fielder, a left fielder, a first baseman, a third baseman, the ability to play at second base, and what he did through his first 105 games was truly special, and he didn't have an extra base hit after August 19th, but you look at his numbers through that date, and they're, they're truly eye-popping. He was such a great hitter for the Sox, especially in those middle months, and his injury slowed him down a lot, but I think if he's healthy and he's able to stay out there and he's used to the 162 grind of an MLB season, uh, you're going to see some special things from Andrew Vaughn. So I, I'll say I got that wrong, even though Crochet was still effective. Uh, and then for the record, I actually nailed this. Probably the hardest thing to nail. I said 93 and 69 for your Chicago White Sox, and they were 93 and 69. So I feel pretty good about that one. I went 2-5 and five in my predictions last year, so let's see if we can do better in 2022. Most valuable hitter, I think it's going to be Luis Robert. I mentioned that he can be an MVP this year, and if he's healthy, it's it's Luis Robert. I mean, his his top end is better than anyone's top end on the Chicago White Sox, and one thing that has held him back is health. Um, if, if he had a full 2021 to figure everything out, he might have been an MVP candidate that year. So it's going to be fun to see if La Pantera can tear it up, and I think that it's pretty clear that he is the most valuable hitter to the White Sox, uh, at least going into the season in 2022. Most valuable pitcher, I could say Lucas Giolito again. Um, I could say Lance Lynn again. Clearly, they've had some some great years. Dylan Cease is an up-and-comer, but I think the most valuable pitcher is Dallas Keuchel. If he's able to give him 160 innings, uh, I think the White Sox would be thrilled with that. If he's able to sure up their concerns and give them four pitchers that they feel good about, because clearly they felt good about Keuchel at some point, they gave him a pretty big contract. Uh, so he's making $18 million a year. If he gets over 160 innings, he'll he'll go up to 20 million dollars. He'll get a two million dollar bonus. So I think the Sox are, you know, be thrilled if he honestly picked up that that contract because that means he's pitching well, he's effective, he's going deep into games, and they have to use their bullpen less. Which if Michael Kopech is only able to give you four innings each start, you're going to need that bullpen more and more. So if those four starters can give you at least six innings, Cease, Keuchel, Giolito, and Lynn, that makes dealing with that fifth day a hell of a lot easier. So if Dallas Keuchel is healthy and he has a ERA under five and he's getting, you know, a ground ball rate around 55%, I think the Sox will be absolutely happy with that. And I think that that's why he's the most valuable pitcher, because if he's able to bridge their gap to get to October, their three of Giolito, Lynn, and, and Cease is enough. And I think that then Kopech can be used in more, you know, advantageous situations. And it just makes their their road to victory a lot easier. And Dallas Keuchel wasn't even on the postseason roster last year. I don't know if he needs to be on the postseason roster this year. He just needs to be on the roster to help them get to the postseason. And if he's able to provide quality innings, quality six innings without putting the team in danger, the Sox will be thrilled. And I think that you can make the case that he would be the most valuable pitcher for the Sox in that case. It feels like they're going with five guys. It feels like the five starters on the team are your five starters. It doesn't feel like they're going to add to this. And I know that people are worried about Dallas Keuchel, but 
if his back injury was truly limiting him this year, we saw in 2020 that he can be effective. And he is a control guy. His stuff should age fairly well. He's not throwing 95 miles per hour, right? He's throwing high low 90s, mid 80s. That should age pretty gracefully as long as he's able to control it, which you know, a back injury will, will hurt your ability to repeat those mechanics and, and be able to control your stuff. So there is a possible Dallas Keuchel resurgent bandwagon coming along. So I think that you can make the case that he could be the most valuable pitcher for the Sox in 2022. Breakout player, I'll go with Andrew Vaughn. I mentioned his slump after August 19th. If he's healthy, if he's truly able to go through uh, the grind of 162 games and play 140 or whatever and, and produce like he did through August 19th, the White Sox might have found you know their, their right field solution uh, in Andrew Vaughn, or they might have found their DH solution in Andrew Vaughn. This kid's going to be special, especially with the bat. So uh, Andrew Vaughn is the easiest uh, pick for, for breakout player. Rookie of the year. I think it just has to default to Gavin Sheets because uh, there's not a lot of rookies on this team. Tim Anderson's a vet. Yohan Makata's a vet. Leary and Yohan are vet, or Leary and Josh Harrison are vets. Obviously, Pito and, and Yasmani are, are, are vets. Uh, there's not a lot of rookies on this team. They spent a lot of money on their bullpen. Uh, Kopech isn't a rookie anymore. I think that the only player that might be a rookie is Gavin Sheets, but uh, I'll have to check the, uh, the eligibility because he's got 160 at-bats in his career, 179 uh, plate appearances, so he might be over the minimum. So I think it might go to da- Gavin Sheets by default, but there also might not be a rookie on this team. Uh, and this team is still young, so that's that's impressive. And then in 2022, I think the White Sox will go 95-67. and 67. I don't think they're a 100-win team, but looking at the divisions, especially the AL Central, you know, unless Minnesota has a really great season, the Sox should coast to an AL Central win. And Cleveland's going to be really bad. I think the Sox should be better this year against Kansas City. I think we say that every year, but I think they'll be better against Kansas City. And, you know, Minnesota doesn't have the pitching to keep up with the White Sox. So I do think the Sox can go 95-67, and 67, even with the roster currently constructed. Uh, Sands, Michael Conforto, Sands, another starting pitcher. They, they should have the ability to go 95-67. and 67. They're not a 100-win team, but with their division, if this is how good they think their team is, they should absolutely have no problem getting to 95 wins. Uh, and maybe that's a little bit too much of a hope here, but I, I do think this team will be better. And if they're healthier, uh, they'll be a team to reckon with, but I don't know if they will be a World Series winning team. Again, that's the number one storyline for the 2022 White Sox. Listen to our last episode uh, for that. It's that time of year again as college basketball's tournament is finally upon us. From all the latest odds, contests, and player props, BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, it's time for the big announcement, and uh, it's definitely a difficult one, but this is my last episode hosting Lockdown White Sox. I have a lot of people to thank, but I really do appreciate everyone who has supported me, and it's been a great experience working for Lockdown. They really do help their hosts. They are really trying to put them in the best situation, and I felt so helped uh, by them, and it, it was really great to have the support of them behind me, even as a person that didn't have a huge lengthy background as a podcast host so it was really nice to have the support of the lockdown team behind me and already the listeners that tanny and her built up the fact that you people stayed and supported me meant the world to me 
Uh, it was great to do this from my closet. I'm doing this episode from outside of my closet because I already recorded this episode and it didn't save. So I lost all my footage, all of my uh, you know, original uh, goodbye and saying in the closet. And we were going to have one more final episode, but now I'm doing it from my bed because the idea of taking everything out of my closet right now to reset up my studio, uh, it just seems like I've already done it before. Uh, so I, I just want to go into a couple thank yous. Uh, and I want to start off first with you, the the listener, the person that we, we do this show for. Uh, we want this to be your first listen each and every day. We want you to be informed on your team. It's your team every day. And your your participation in our mailbags and all throughout the lockout meant the world to me. And the fact that you supported me after Tanny left and Tanny Herb left, it, it did mean a ton. Uh, listening to a solo podcast is difficult. I hope I made it entertaining at times. Uh, and, and the fact that people were able to listen to the, the rougher episodes uh, and, and wait until I found my groove, I really do appreciate it. And some of the people that did participate and some of the listeners that did call in, obviously Mark in the Park and Fred, uh, miss, I'll miss you guys. Uh, if you're ever in, in, in the neighborhood, Mark, uh, hit me up. It'd be great to, to, to meet you. Uh, but Mark in the Park, Mark in Litchfield Park, always was consistently calling me uh, and, and hitting me up with his thoughts. And he, he calls himself a grunt, uh, grump, uh, but I, I, you know, he was really great to talk to, and it was great to have his participation. So thank you, Mark, for calling in. John from Brookfield always called in. It was great to hear from him. Other Sean, who gave us the Kyle Schwarber monument uh, that we were supposed to drive to if the White Sox signed uh, Kyle Schwarber in Middletown, Ohio. Uh, thank you, Other Sean, for your participation and listenership. Uh, you, you've been big over the past couple months. Dan from the 219, TGIF Dan, uh, and TGIF to my mom as well. Uh, shout out to Dan from the 219. You're always writing in. You're always participating. Uh, I saw someone asking for White Sox podcast suggestions, and Dan said, Lockdown Sox with Sean Anderson. So, Dan, I, I really do appreciate that man uh jake lamb a holdover from the 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 titanian herb days uh so surprising that a baseball caller would call in or a baseball player would call in uh to a little podcast like this but thank you jake lamb for taking time out of your day for the little people uh i gotta give a shout out to adam he was always writing in at lockdownsocks at gmail.com shane spagnola has supported me a ton uh, in Locked on Sox and in the new venture CHGO. Uh, same for Zach Byrne. He was a holdover from Tanny and Herb, and the fact that he still supported me and was tweeting out podcast episodes whenever he listened was a huge help. So thank you, Zach. Mike from Indy, who made a New Year's resolution to write me uh, each and every uh, week. That lasted about three weeks, but Mike, thank you for making the effort, and you did come back. Uh, so so thank you, Mike, for, for participating. Alex from Bolingbroke, who was always writing in, participating on Twitter, calling in at times as well. Thank you for your participation, Alex. You were a great, great help, especially during those middle parts of the lockout. And finally, Matt from Oaklawn. Shout out to Oaklawn. You know, shout out to Matt for always writing in, but also shout out to Oaklawn. Even if he didn't write in, I'd give a shout out just because he's from Oaklawn. Just like, hey, Sean, I'm from Oaklawn. I'm Matt. I would have gave him a shout out, but he was also participating, which was great. So thank you, Matt, for your participation. And anyone else, uh, if I didn't name you and you did write in or called at 312-566-8727, I really do appreciate it because it was tough at times to find things to talk about. But White Sox fans always had questions, always had uh, things they needed answers to. So I really do appreciate everyone who did that. I also have to thank the team locked on. David Locke, he's created a great platform here for so many people to grow their voices so thank you david Locke, for giving me the opportunity to do that and grow my voice here uh, it was truly an, an honor to do that kylie uh behind the scenes at locked on uh i once said i need you know background music on a podcast and 
Kylie was listening and she sent me a list of all the approved uh, music beds that I could use. And that's why now if you listen to this on Spotify or Apple, the, the podcast version, not the, the video version, you'll hear an outro song and, and Kylie helped me with, you know, pick one. So, so thank you, Kylie, for your help on that one. Jeff Carr, the MLB manager for the Lockdown MLB channel, he's been a great help, really boosted my confidence, really made me feel like I belonged here, uh, which was a great, great feeling. So thank you, Jeff, for your help. Uh, Matt from Sales Unlocked On, another listener who who helped and, and sent some very kind words and, and made me feel more comfortable in my role. And Doug, who who helped me uh, set up a lot of the technical stuff. And if I missed you behind the scenes, uh, obviously you guys have built a huge, huge, huge platform and given so many people uh, their voices to grow. So I really appreciate it. And if you look at the top 100 charts, uh, you know, for sports podcast, you'll see a lockdown podcast, maybe two, even in in one of the row of fives. Like the top 100 is littered with lock on podcast because they have created such a great functioning fluid operation so thank you to locked on for for letting me be a part of it it was a great honor uh the other hosts in the mlb channel too uh we have a dm group for all the lockdown hosts and i, I wish you guys the best uh everyone was super kind and it, it's great to see that we all have the ability to help each other grow so good luck to you guys and in, in your seasons also have to thank my family uh two people mostly uh mango uh, my girlfriend who listens to all of the episodes being recorded uh, in her room. She's listening right now. Uh, and I want to thank her for uh, for putting up with me and, and listening to me uh, do my ad reads like 10 to 15 times uh, over and over again. So I appreciate her patience with me. Uh, I know it's been tough uh, having my studio also be my closet. So uh, her patience with that and even donating some furniture and a ring light uh, whenever I was recording really did help boost the uh, production value. So thank you to her and also thank you to my mom. Uh, TGIF, she's always listening. Uh, and if I say something wrong, my mom's going to text me and be like, eh, I wouldn't have said that. Uh, and I appreciate her for that. Uh, you know, she's always keeping me on the straight and narrow. So uh, thank you to those two people specifically, but my family has been a great support and also thank you to my grandma uh, my grandma doesn't know much about baseball but she listens every day uh and and she, you know i really do appreciate that uh if you're part of my family uh i thank you for for helping me reach this place uh it's it's been a lot of fun and you guys put up with a lot of sports takes uh, a lot of them were unpolished a lot of them were when i was you know just reading the paper when i was five so i appreciate you whenever you have listened uh even if it's been over the past 24 years and then finally i gotta thank the guests that have been on the show jordan lazowski Janice Gurio, Zach Hayes, GD, Nick Morawski, and Beef Loaf, Jordan Lazowski of Sox on 35th, Janice Gurio of the CHGO Sky podcast of CHGO White Sox. Um, she's written for many different places. We had her on for the 2022 Baseball Prospectus uh, essay that she wrote about the Chicago White Sox in the Baseball Prospectus annual. Zach Hayes of uh, Southside Sox of Pitcher List. You can follow him on Twitter at Pine Tar Keyboard. He has helped me become so informed on baseball, and, and he's been a closer confidant. So it's been great to know Zach and, and get closer to him. So uh, thank you, Zach, for being on the podcast as well. Shout out to the best burner in White Sox Twitter, GD at KeikoRBW. Uh, if you want to laugh, if you want an entertaining follow, if you want a smart follow, uh, GD is a great follow on Twitter. Nick Morowski of the Good Guys Talk Back podcast. Talking to him is very joyous. Uh, he's got such a great delivery. He's got such a great voice, and he is such an easy person to talk to, and he's such a good Sox fan, and I think that people are going to be really excited if, if they check him out, and uh, we'll, you know, we'll, 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 we'll 
maybe you'll hear from Nick. Uh, Beef Loaf, also got to give a shout out to him from the 108. Uh, he is, uh, he's a great guy. Uh, I, I met him, Terezi. Haven't met My Sock Summer yet. I, I, I ran into him, but I don't think I've officially met My Sock Summer yet. But uh, talking to Beef Loaf about the 108 tourney and him including me in the 108 tourney uh, has been a ton of fun. And, and those guys are uh, a very uniting force in the White Sox world. Uh, they, they bring a lot of fans together, so they have a great platform. And, and I appreciate him joining this platform as well. I also have to thank Mike Rankin, who was an all-star break host with me when we filled in for Tanny and Herb. He was also a guest on the show. Uh, Mike has been my longtime uh, broadcast buddy, and it's been good to be able to work with him at the score. It's been good, been great to be able to work with him on Lockdown Sox, and just seeing his uh, ascent into his career has been really fun. So uh, Mike Rankin of Future Sox, thank you for your time, and, and thank you for dealing with me as well when my, my, my sports takes were uh, less more informed than they are now. Finally, uh, three more people I have to thank. Uh, first person, I'll, I'll thank Shane Reardon. Uh, Shane has helped me, you know, build my confidence uh, up as a, a talker. Uh, Shane got me my job at the score. If I didn't have my job at the score, I wouldn't be at Locked On. I wouldn't be at CHGO. And uh, he, he's always gassed me up. So shout out to Shane. Uh, he, he's been a huge help uh, to me. And then finally, the big two. You know them. You love them. They're the former host of Locked On Sox. I wouldn't be here if they didn't speak up for me. I know that obviously my work put me in, in some sort of position where they wanted to recognize that, but even if they recognized that I was a hard worker at the score, they didn't have to speak up and, and recommend me for Lockdown Sox. So thank you to Chris Tannehill. I copied everything you did at 670 The Score, and it got me to here. So I have no regrets. You are one of the best in the business at what you do. Uh, you were a huge help in 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 my podcasting career because I listened to you and Herb do all these post game shows, talk to all these Sox fans. I got jealous, I got excited. You guys made me really rekindle my love for the White Sox, and, and Tanny did a great job as the Lockdown Sox host, and he's done a great job in every venture that he will, and, and he's gonna kill it at anything he does. And, and Chris, for you believing in me uh, enough to take over this podcast solo uh, really meant the world to me. And and coming from a person, again, that I copied as much as I did, uh, it, it, it really meant the, the world to me. So thank you for, for entrusting me with that. And then finally, last but not least, I got to mention him because, uh, you know, I still work with him. Herb Lawrence, you can follow him on Twitter at Ecknerwall23. Herb's my guy. Uh, not only did he speak up for me for Lockdown Sox, but uh, he spoke up to me, uh, spoke up for me for CHGO. So uh, the guy got me two jobs. So I, I got to be, you know, more than grateful to, to, to Herb. And uh, he's he's helped me grow so much as a producer, as, as a podcast host, as a White Sox fan. And it's, it's you know, Herb and I's story isn't finished. We still got a podcast that we're going to be doing daily, the CHGO White Sox podcast with me, Herb, and Vinny. Uh, I'm going to get to know Herb a lot during uh, this season, and I'm, I'm excited too. So uh, I want to thank Herb for everything that he's done for me so far. Uh, but I know that just with the person that he is, uh, there's a lot more that I'm going to have him to, to thank for. So thank you, Herb and Tanny, for letting me take this over. And thank you to all the listeners who were so kind in, in that switch over from, from me to Herb, uh, for, from Tanny and Herb to me. And uh, I think the next transition to the new host, you guys will have a, a very similar feeling. Uh, I, I handpicked this person. There was one person I had in mind for this job, and uh, it, it luckily worked out. So I'm excited for you to meet them. Me and that person will talk over how we want to announce this, but you will find out who the next host of Lockdown Sox is soon. But 
as the current host, I just have to thank you. If this is your first episode, if this is your last episode, I guess this is my last episode. Um, but if this is, you know, something you took a shot on once, if this is something you took a shot on because Herb and Tanny suggested it, thank you for listening. It, it meant the world to be able to tell you my White Sox thoughts and and go through White Sox therapy. And I hope uh, that this process over the past four months has been uh, therapeutic. Thanks for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen each and every day. I don't know what the next episode is. I know who's going to host it. I don't know when it's going to happen, but I do know that next toast will take you Sox fans into this very, very important 2022 season, and you will love who this person is. They are they are very uh, warm, very, very, very endearing, and a very, very educated Sox fan, so I'm excited for you to get to meet them. Now make your second listen locked on MLB. Paul Francis Sullivan, please call him Sully, brings you his unique perspective on the major leagues past and present. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Sean Anderson, and thank you so much for listening to Lockdown White Sox.